Welcome back, indeed. Hope everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving, Christmas, and the holiday season right around the corner. Slee, it's uh, this last awesome month of the, year, of the year. It goes by in like five minutes. I it know. Go, it goes by. Can so I tell quick. you something depressing? Not that I don't know why I'm setting it up. Can't that wait. Way. <laughs> College football. So I'm like. Wait a minute, over. it's done? Yeah. It's basically done. Yeah. And the NFL, listening on Sunday night or watching Sunday night football, and they're already talking about only a few weeks left in the year. I'm like, don't tell me that. <laughs> What's your favorite events left? The CFP is left, Al. You are a huge college football fan. I was so depressed yesterday, too. I thought I was going to go. Am I right, right or wrong? Is the Rose Bowl always on January 1st? Unless January 1st falls on a Sunday and then it's on the 2nd. Son of a... I was I was getting ready to buy tickets. <laughs> I've never been. I think I told you I've never been to a Rose Bowl. I've Look never been to game. the actual Rose Bowl game. Uh-huh. And I looked at the Lakers schedule. They got the thirty first and the first off. Okay. I'm like, do they play the second? Play the second. Oh no, do they really? So I looked at it and um and I didn't even I don't even care about the matchup. I, I just, wouldn't even let you eat some of my tailgate. I what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> I don't even have to do anything. I just go to Travis's tailgate. Freaking eat everything there. Yeah. I'm already in Pasadena, and I look at the schedule. I'm starting to look at tickets. I'm like, wait, the second? They're not playing on the second. If They're January first falls on a Sunday, the game gets moved to the following Monday. Thanks, Rose Bowl. Yeah, well, you can thank the city of Pasadena. That's, Thanks, Pasadena. That's the, the, your your fine municipality is on the hook for that one. Congratulations to Brandon in Pomona. Brandon won a pair of tickets to go see Utah and USC in the Pac-12 championship. That's coming up on Friday and. It really is pretty remarkable, Slee, that in one year, oh. Lincoln Riley was able to do what he's done. We'll, we'll, we'll get into that. We'll, Caleb Williams, okay, real quick. Let's say he has a clunker in the Pac-12 championship game, okay? I, I don't think he will. He's a terrific But they player. win? Yes, but they win. Okay, either way, win or lose. Is there something that could happen on Friday night where he doesn't win the Heisman Trophy? I'm not sure there is. I, don't, I, I think he's got it in his back pocket. It would be the only g- bad game of the year. He hasn't had a bad game so far. He I mean, really even the hasn't. loss he was just, not bad. By he him. just has. No, he was actually really good in that loss. Right. Um, he just. I mean, it would have to take a really bad game. They get their, you know, what's kicked by Utah. That kicks them out of the college football playoff. Um, a lot would have to go wrong, and he probably still is set up to win it. Because there's no one else that's just kind of sitting there. C.J. Stroud was the other guy that felt like he was kind of ne- – and then they, they got trounced. Yeah, he had a bad Everything Saturday. Everything that needed to break SC's way did. Did. Everything needed to go. They took care of business against Notre Dame. He had a, a national coming out party. Not that they haven't had national games, but that's two weeks in a row where you're like, oh, he's the best player in the country. Against UCLA, against Notre Dame. Ohio State loses at home by 22 points, so they're done. Yep. LSU – loses to a bad A&M team. That's their third loss. So going into the SEC championship game, even if they pull a huge upset, they're not going. Georgia still goes. They just need to beat you know, Utah. You know how sometimes you say it's his to lose? We're talking about the Heisman. Yeah. You're right that it's really tough to make a case against him, even if things didn't go as planned. I Listen, I think SC's going to win. I, I think they're going to – I think they'll – the fact that it's Utah again, I think, is of benefit to them because you lost to that team I do by too. one. Um, they just got to handle business for the, more the, week. The downside to Utah is that Utah will do everything that they need to do to be a tough out. They Muddy the they, water, they sure. They won't commit a bunch of penalties. Yeah. They won't turn it over. Yep. They, they'll do all of those things that make it very hard to just – because, look, SC took it away from Notre Dame. SC took it away, what, four times against UCLA? It's going to be harder to do against Especially Utah. The, the, the timing of when they get their takeaways, too, is at the end of the game when it matters most They're when really they get good. some of these takeaways. So where does Caleb Williams line up for you in like this pantheon of USC quarterbacks? So you guys have been here for longer, and you guys have seen more of this stuff, but comparative to the Carson Palmer and the Matt Liner, it's like where does Caleb Williams right now in this one year stand for you guys? It's really different. It's, it, it's because... You know, you have Palmer, Leinart, and those guys are Heisman Trophy winners. They've had other really good quarterbacks come through here, whether it's Rodney Pete or Paul McDonald or Mark Sanchez, John David Booty. Like they've had some of these guys come through that have been very, very good. And Keaton's are not. Uh, who's the kid that uh, Matt Barkley? They had good right. SC quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And they kind of came through it, right? You knew they were here. Maybe they played as a freshman. Maybe they didn't. They were good. This dude just showed up. Showed up. And was, yeah, I'm the best player in the country. 
it feels different, but as far as what he does on the field, it's exactly the same as those guys. He's putting up numbers that are second to none. Does we, he feel more like a hired hand because yes. he wasn't acquired from USC from the start? Next year could feel different, Al. Don't you think that if, if he comes back, and he's coming back, right, yeah. Yeah. because he's not draft eligible until 2024. If he comes back and gives a – he doesn't have to win the Heisman Trophy again. But if he comes back and does it, it's like, okay, we see it's familiar. You've seen him in the field, in the uniform, with this team. It fe- and by the way, this is going to be kind of SOP in college football moving forward. Travis Dye was one of the best running backs in Oregon. He's on SC. Mm-hmm. You, Spencer Rattler was at Oklahoma. He's at South Carolina. Got a couple of wins. Caleb Williams is here. These guys move around a ton. So that's the difference. It's the new normal. That's the difference. Is you know we talked about SC a couple different times. Part of the reason why they're good right now. Part of the reason why it's not just Lincoln Riley coming to USC. And I'm not saying that he doesn't have. He didn't pull the weight because he came. That's the first one. To, that's kind of the trigger effect of it. Sure. But it is the transfer portal. Portal, and it is basically free agency. And he got the right guys. And it's basically free agency. So yep. when we're comparing to other past USC quarterbacks, Caleb Williams, if you didn't, if you didn't know much about him four weeks ago, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, maybe SC is not. Maybe you live in L.A., but you're not paying that close attention to college football. Today, you know exactly who he is. You know what he brings to the table, which leads me into next year, now that you actually got X amount of weeks with him, now mm-hmm. that you got a full offseason with him, the the um, his name is only going to get bigger and brighter in L.A. The biggest difference between him and these other guys and, and time will tell, and I'm putting the cart way ahead of the horse here. He he feels like he has a skill set that will translate to become a much better NFL player than these other guys we're talking about, with the exception of Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer was a terrific NFL quarterback. Put up big numbers, was on an MVP shortlist a couple of different times. But the rest of those SC quarterbacks were not good NFL players. They were somewhere between average to well below average. You look at this guy, he's big. He's fast. He's athletic. He can run. He can throw he throws from the pocket. First too. He's smart. Like yep. he doesn't take hits. Mm-hmm. He gets down on the like all of the things. If you're saying build me a quarterback, it's number thirteen right there. I don't need to build you one. It's right there. And you think about the other Lincoln Riley quarterbacks that have gone to the NFL with him. It's Kyler Murray and um, Baker Mayfield. They looked great in, um, and they were don't super forget excited. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, yes. And they all, yeah. you know, Baker Mayfield aside, have had. Somewhat of success in the NFL. So hopefully, again, that that is a Lincoln Riley thing that carries over for Caleb Williams as well. A lot of times in college, these coaches will just take advantage of, I'm just trying to win in this league. I don't care what you end up doing. I'm yeah. not saying all of them, but I'm just trying to win right now. He He has a tendency to throw first, which I like, which will obviously work in the NFL. And you just pointed out, if you go look at any of those SC highlights from this weekend, this is a stupid thing to point out, but I'll Slide. point it out. He's sliding. He's, he you, don't, you don't get to hit him. So you after, know who else never gets hit? Patrick Mahomes never gets hit. He slides. Did you see yesterday with Aaron Donald where he pops up? He's like, hey, man, like you know, not, no way. You don't get to hit me. I'm getting down on the ground. After he did everything, he scrambled. Notre yeah. Dame doesn't know what to do. He goes, how many ever uh, – he looked like he ran 80 yards in a play and it was only a net gain of 20 or whatever it was, 25. He slid. Yep. <laughs> right there, I'm like – yeah, it's a really smart play. He gets it. He gets yeah. it. And the Oklahoma thing that you were talking about, Emily, there's you left a part of this out. Mayfield and Murray are little. They're, the the list of good NFL quarterbacks who are little is really short. Yeah, it's incredibly. It's it's literally one guy long. It's Drew Brees. He's he's kind of the only and one. And Russell Wilson for a time period. But Russell Wilson's not short like those guys are. Right. Doug right. Flutie, a small guy, but he's not this. He's, he's not considered half his life uh, in Canada, right? Okay, you know it, it's. I get it. Yes, but Caleb Williams is not a little guy. Caleb Williams has all of those things, and you start to look around the rest of the NFL, and you start to see Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford, some of these guys that are on the other side of their thirtieth birthday, in some cases fortieth birthday. These guys stand in the pocket, they look down the field, they deliver the football. You look at the young guys now, yeah. Mahomes, Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Tua, like you, you gotta go through it. 
they're not running quarterbacks in the sense like Michael Vick was a running quarterback. Even Justin Herbert. Even Justin Herbert. Yep. They can move their feet. By a little time. They can get out of the way. They I could go get a first themselves. down for seven yes. yards and then, okay, we're on to the next play. They're just enough. I mean, some of them are real threats. They can run any time. But they're just enough of a threat to where it's, okay, I got to respect that this guy can get those yards to go get a first and that's I, I maybe be, the evolution of the quarterback. It, it, well, it went from you have to be a guy that's in the pocket mm-hmm. to if you're in a pocket, you can move around a little bit, but don't have a running quarterback to, yeah, either one of these things will work to now. Think about it. Who is a young quarterback in the NFL that stands there in the pocket and just surveys the field and delivers the football? There's really only one that I can think of. It's Jared Goff. Jared Goff is the only guy who's a relatively young player who just stands there in the and looks yep. down and, and throws the ball. They're not moving him around. Every other guy that's come off the board early, not not they're not all good, but they all kind of fit into that. Like, I think Kyler Murray kind of not a very good player, mm-hmm. but they're all of that mode where yes, I can throw from the pocket, but I can also create something with my legs. And Caleb Williams is that dude. And oh, by the way, he's huge and fast and really smart. Can't wait. So so you, you've said this a million times. It is so exciting to have a college football team here again that is, A, really good, but be exciting to watch. They're the best product of, of football right now in L.A., period. It's not even close. They're the best product of football in L.A. The Rams played yesterday. The Chargers played yesterday. Neither team, in my opinion, at this stage, right, relevant. Rams were carrying that weight for a long time, and now all of a sudden Saturday football has become what most SC fans and most college football fans were hoping for. And UCLA's sixth best team in the Pac-12. I can't help it. It just feels it's like yeah, just kind of cute. They almost lost a cow. This I, is, I wanted it to happen so badly. It didn't happen, but I was pulling for it. Strike quick phone call here. Let's go to Valencia and Lou. Lou, you're on with Travis Lee. What's going on? Hey, it's Louis. Uh, hey, yeah. Man, it's it's so exciting to be a USC fan right now. I was telling Emily, like in your first year, you've gotten the gold the, the golden shillelagh back, the victory bell back. You've beat UCLA and and Notre Dame for the in the mm. same year for the first time since 2016. We are going to the Pac-12 championship. If we win the Pac-12 championship, you're going to the playoff. And oh, by the way, we're probably going to put. The Heisman back in Heritage Hall. Heritage Hall gets the Heisman, the Golden Shillelagh, and we get the Golden Bell back or the, the Victory Bell. Like they've literally checked every single box in Lincoln Riley's first year. This is insane. It really insane. is. It really is, Lewis. Thanks for the call. The, they got to win on Friday. If they lose on Friday, all of this is like is a really good year. But damn, we're it's deflated. It's it actually deflated. goes back to what Greg was saying a couple weeks ago, where he's like, "Well, I get that if before the season started." Yeah, you would have said, "All right, you got this far, and or you won this many games." You'd have been like, "Oh, great! What an awesome season!" But you've already got this far. Get a little greedy. We've and- come this far. Let's finish the deal. Yeah, we've finished the deal. The only thing, again, with the giant caveat of they need to win on Friday. Yeah. After that, it's let's go see if we can win the national championship, which seems absurd. But it's, it's which seems absurd. But hey, if you get in the tournament, you're in the damn tournament, and you got the best player on the field. No matter who you're playing, I got the best player. It's not basketball where that could be. You no, know, Steph Curry at Davidson. Sure, it's not sure. quite like that. Yeah. But if I have the best player, I've always got a chance. And it would be home field advantage. Yeah, in the finals, it would be. Yeah, the, the other semis are in Arizona and I don't know where the. It's Atlanta? I gotta look it up. I think it's Atlanta. I think it's Arizona and Atlanta are the it's two. It's in Qatar. <laughs> Who did they pay? Who did they set up? Nobody. No, this just naturally <laughs> all every four years. Lottery. You, Portugal it's a lottery. A one nil lead here. Uh oh. It's a lottery. A Ronaldo again? Yeah. Five World Cups he scored in. That's what if they like opened up the college football championship to other countries? Well, I know where it would be. <laughs> They got nice stadiums over there. New subway system. SC, Utah, Pac-12 championship in Russia. Doha. (laughs) Sochi. The Lakers and the Pacers tonight. Buddy Heald and Uh, uh, Miles Turner in the house. Are they going to stay? What's next? It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, you heard it right there. Caller number seven is going to win a pair of tickets to the Raiders and the Rams on December 8th and a shot at a million bucks. Caller, are you there? Yes, sir. All right, what's your name and where are you calling from? Caesar Zamora calling from Brea. All right, Caesar Zamora in Brea. What is your million dollar prediction? I'll go ahead and take the Eagles 21, Chiefs 17, and e- I'll take the Eagles. All right, Eagles over the Chiefs 21 17. Caesar Zamora in Brea. Congratulations. Got to go chalk right now, right? You, the, the, this is the time of the year where you got to play a little bit of uh, game theory. Eagles and Chiefs are the top two seeds in their conferences. Caesar went a little low scoring, 21 yeah, 17, but got a little higher. Su- Super Bowl can be, you know, you never know what you're going to get quite in a Super Bowl. I like that pick. Good job, Caesar. Yeah. Well, what am I to give some advice? I did awful again this week, didn't I? It was bad. Did Greg pick for me? He on did. On Tuesday? He How did, did he do? Hold, hold on. Hold on. Uh, you're going to be pleased, Emily. Okay, good. Um, Should have pick for me. Hold on. Let me find week 12 here. Don't forget, you got another chance, a million dollar <sighs> Monday. Uh, Mason in Ireland today, Sedano and Cap as well. Um, Emily, I don't know if this counts as a weekly win for you, okay. but you did. You and Taylor both had five points. All right. So not a great week for anybody, but you guys do have the, uh, the you split the overall weekly win. Um, you each get five. I had four. What did I tell you when we were doing the picks about my four spot? I've been making money with USC all oh, yeah, season yeah, long. That's right. It's the only game I won. Yeah, Alrighty. you kind of threw everybody off with your Rams pick. Yeah. Remember you set it all up and you're like, eh, didn't cover it. They, all, Rams. they almost did. I know. I mean, it, not almost, but it was. it's still kind of close enough the within the ballpark. Slee, you had three. I had three guys. <laughs> you I had three. This year, I think I saw the stat that USC has only not covered the spread like twice. Um, it's pretty impressive. I thought she was going to say, I thought she had a stat for my picks. I thought she was going to say, <laughs> this year I looked at the stats. Al, you're not good. <laughs> you're not so good, the, the tally as we sit here through 12 weeks of the season, um, I still have the lead, but it's very, very narrow right now. It's 67. Emily is in second with 63. Um, Al, you're still in third but again the lead has gotten uh, a little a lot thinner closer. for you yeah. you have 55 and taylor is within striking distance at 48 demarco far still has one and greg berman <laughs> has five thanks greg it's a good week for berg yeah considering he got zero the last time he did it that was a little bit better i'm just gonna time. look moving forward on my i'm just gonna look at the cover five that's it i'm, I'm out on everything <laughs> that's else. a better one for you know i am working at a little bit of a disadvantage in our picks because i take the rams every week <laughs> It just it feels like I I'm basically punting on on the one point game a lot and I Kansas City felt like a pretty good yeah, bet back there but what are you gonna do? So we we're talking about AD and the impact he's had on the team and that he's averaging you know thirty plus points and X amount of rebound and and the statistics have been terrific. Throwing no shade at the statistics at all, but I care less about that than the eye test, right? That for the first time in a long time, Al. AD's out there, and he's you watch the game for thirty seconds. Oh, he's the best player. You don't you don't have to watch the whole game. You just need to watch little pockets here and there. Yep. And just, up him right there. Who's mm-hmm. it? you got first pick? Who do you want? I want that guy. I want him. I want Anthony. And it's not close. We haven't said that about him in a really really long time. And look, I get it. They're playing bad teams. I get it that he's kind of been on his own for a good chunk of this. That LeBron's you know working his way back from an injury. He's finally back, but. I can't remember the last time I saw him look pain-free, loose, free, and just, I'm the best player here, and you can all get in line behind me. And it's been so fun to watch. So this is actually kind of funny to to put these two, put these last two weeks together because there's the optimism of what AD's been doing. There's optimism that the Lakers won five of their last six games. There's the optimism that, they got a chance here, two games here at home against the Pacers and the Blazers to pull within two games of 500. Mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. That, yes. I, I'm optimistic for all that. And then there's Saturday, AD didn't play. So you got actually a taste of everything. You got AD dominating. You got AD arguably the best player in the NBA for two weeks. And then you got AD sitting out on Saturday. Um, so you got a little bit of what makes you so excited about him and then also what worries you about Anthony Davis. 
This interesting stretch because Braun played on Friday. Yep. Not a good game. Nine turnovers on Friday. Talked about post game, my timing, my this, my that. Saturday comes back, 39 points, 11 rebounds, hit seven threes. Mm-hmm. What what we're hoping for, Trav, is at what point this season, and hopefully it's coming up, that it's back. That for there's LeBron a, you're talking about? That there's a combination of the two. It's going to be different than it was two years ago because I don't need to see Braun fire 10 threes a game. I don't need to see Braun. I don't like seeing Braun take more well, hopefully shots. Hopefully he won't have to. I don't like seeing Braun take more shots than Anthony Davis either. So can can there come a point where it's starting to look like it did a couple years ago, but more importantly, in my opinion, AD is the dominant player and LeBron James is kind of the complement rather than the opposite. That's the plan. Here's here's the, the fear that I have for LeBron specifically. What you just described, I think there's a better than average chance that that's what we're going to get from here on out with LeBron James. Inconsistent play. Because of his age. Because of where he is in his 20th season. That this is normal. That what he's let me, let me retract that. It's not normal. That he's still as good as he is at 20 years in is incredibly abnormal. It's so atypical. But you're seeing it more. First of all, he gets hurt far more often than he ever has before. Yeah. And even when he does play, there are more clunkers in there than there have been before. It's early in the season. He's nursing. I, I, I get it. But I also wouldn't be surprised if this is kind of what you get from him. Not that they're terrible performances, but you'll get the one where he had 38 and we knocked down seven threes. And then you'll have another one where there was a bunch of turnovers and he couldn't make a shot. I think you're going to get a lot more games like that from him. That's why AD needs to be that That's guy that gives you the one. same thing every single night. It's more LeBron starting to wane at this point in his career is expected. Probably should have happened a long time ago. AD needs to elevate his game and keep it there regardless of what LeBron's bringing. I wonder, you know, I wonder kind of what's the thought process in the front office right now. Let me, give you, let me give you an example. The Lakers got the Pacers tonight. I've heard Miles Turner's name and Buddy Hield's name as if they've been on the roster for <laughs> six months, right? <laughs> At least. Those names have come up so often over the last X amount of months or whatever the case is. Um, Remember how they were saying, hey, nothing's going to happen. Woj had put out this tweet. Thanksgiving was kind of the it's deadline, like, hey, that right? Thanksgiving. And then yeah. that got pushed out. And it's like, I think Chris Haynes had put out, no, December 15th when every player is now available. Right. Now they'll kind of wait for that date. It's two weeks away. But they, they've got closer to at least making it more interesting. If through 20 games they were 5 and 15, I don't think there's much of a conversation of, well, why are you doing anything? Yeah. Now, listen, they lose these next two. They're 7 and 13 through 20, so that won't make all that much sense. They got a tough road trip that's coming up. They're they're putting themselves in a position where I'm not telling you they're going to go compete for a championship. I'm not telling you that they're in a move they're a move away from competing for a championship, but the team looks better. They look better than they did to start the season, and I'm, that's promising. I can't wait for the next couple of weeks because they're going to play against a lot better teams. And, and I'm, mm-hmm. I swear, I swear I'm not throwing cold water on five out of six. I'm the one that said to you a minute ago, they're hot for the yeah, first time yeah. in who knows how long. But it has been the Pistons, and it has been yeah. the Spurs. San Antonio Spurs. Yes. It's, it's, it's been those Fair. teams. But let's see what it looks Because if you can be a team that wins as often as it doesn't, with what you have right now, then the idea of a deal is far more interesting to me. Now, you got to weigh that against what it may cost you. Sure. You got to weigh it against what the, the high side of whatever the best version of that team could be. But when they were on a pace to go win 25 games, it's like, don't do anything. Just let this thing expire. Just keep those picks and move on from there. It's a little bit different now because they can beat some people. Maybe the term, which Emily had mentioned this, that desperate term that yeah. we were talking about a couple weeks ago, maybe they're not as desperate. That doesn't mean, like, I, I want to go back and to this. And you can deal from a position of relative strength. Russ has been better off the bench. There's At least there's a role. There's this, there's that. We'll see how things how, shake but, out. Real quick, how surprised are you how well that's gone, Russell Westbrook with that second group? I, I It's been really, really good. He's been okay. It, let me, it's let me, as good as could have been expected. Let me, let me tell you this. I remember before he even went to the bench, there was some conversation that we we're having, and John was here, and John was saying, "Look, for his own career, yeah. you have to prove to the NBA sure. that hey, I can adjust a little bit." I am surprised. I didn't think it would go like this. I didn't think. And he, listen, he hasn't been perfect. He hasn't been great. There's some games that you're still watching. You're saying, "Russ, what are you doing?" Of course, all that it's is going to be there. 
but it's better than I thought it would go. That it's and not, it's been quiet. Yes, and that it's not all that. It's not every night like, dude, what? Are, come, come on, man. Mm-hmm. It, there are as many good ones as there are and that, we're which is about a huge impressive. It's a huge improvement. Just talking about them less, I think, sometimes is a good thing. Anthony Davis has been upgraded to probable for tonight's game against Indiana, so we might get to see a yeah, good basketball game. Yeah. Um, I'm going to need you to have to retell your tire story again because – that was pretty awesome. Minding my own business. And that you're here and in one piece makes yeah. me makes me even like the story more. It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Unsolicited promotion from the app, Slee. Uh, one of my aunts who lives out of the area, doesn't live in Southern California. She lives up north in the Bay Area. She said that she put the app on her phone so she can listen to uh, her favorite nephew every day. And she's like, it's great. I just turn it on, hit the button, and there you are. It's terrific. Did she say at the end, Bam! That'd be great. Aunt That'd Carol great. left the BAM out of it. Come on, Aunt she, Carol. <laughs> she did. She did. It was nice to see her. It was nice. It was a nice Thanksgiving holiday. Really enjoyed it a great time. All right. Can you kind of walk me through? Um, you said about 15 people? Uh, 20. Okay, 20 people. Yeah. How's what's your game? What do you do during this whole? This is at your parents' house. Yep. I'm sure you're trying to roll up your sleeves and help where you can. And try. Um, I already know about the one, one turkey's done. It, don't worry, I got another one in the back. Like it was, I don't even know how to explain it. It sounded like a black market like <laughs> drug deal. Because I think my dad could see the look on my face like, uh, where's yep. the leftover the, turkey? Like we got a second, shoulder a second turkey. So you got a second turkey in yeah. the back. Kind of walk me through. Um, how'd you do food-wise? So I think this may have been a first for me. I think for the first time in my life, I didn't overdo it. And now I got it in. Yeah. I had plenty. I had one, yeah, I overdid it. I had one very significant portion of food the first yeah. time through. I didn't go back again. I stopped at the one trip. Now mm-hmm. I, there were I don't Did know. Did you get one of the big it was like, <laughs> like a TV tray covered in food? It wasn't quite like that, but it was it was a lot. Now, uh, I did overdo awesome. it on the desserts, right? And that's typically not my yeah, deal. Yeah, that's not you. But there were like seven or eight different things. My dad made me a cake for my birthday, a Very coconut nice. cake, which I love. I had a piece of that the size of a car battery. Um, sure. And then I had several Actually, other car pieces battery. of pie. Of pie. Um, it was great. Had a lot of wine. Uh, had a couple of cocktails along the way. It was a, it was a terrific meal. Okay. Dinner ends. Uh-huh. I have some curiosity in this one because you and I have had some conversations about everybody's participation at the end. Yeah. How was everybody's participation at the end on this wonderful Thanksgiving at your parents' house? Everybody helping out? I mean, most. Most. We hit in 80% of our threes? Oh, yeah, no more than that. We like, we're like Steph at the free throw line. We're shooting 93, 94%. Yeah. But that means Look, there's... This is, this is not going to end well for me. I'd like to eject. This is <laughs> 6 or 7% of the free throws missed. Yeah. It's not coming from your family. Well, I, I, I'd really rather not. Let's, Let's just say the positive there, there were, there were <laughs> some, coconut cake. There were some, some situations where it felt like not everybody was pulling on the same end of the rope. How about that? Yeah. How about that? So you have a team... You have a roster, okay? Put the roster together. There's a Russell Westbrook element in the group, <laughs> okay? Do they know? Like, do they I know? know? I don't know. I try not to think about it. I just put my head down. Yeah, you know, some people some just don't know. Like, they're just not. They're completely oblivious to what is happening. I don't know. I think it's got to be more towards that. It could be. It could be. But you're the only on. one that cares want, as much as everybody. I think that's probably well. Yeah. No, there's one other person that cares as person. much as I do, which I will not name. So I'm going to leave that to, to 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 your imagination. But there's it's not my wife. It's not one of my family members. Yeah. It, it was we had a wonderful time. Even that much of the story, I appreciate. Yeah, thank you. It's just one of those things, like that. like looking at like really, especially we're Thanksgiving gonna, too. We're going to do this really? is a time to be thankful to be thankful for the people that do a lot of stuff for you. Anyway, are both of your families families that do the okay? So we're gonna go around the circle and say what we're thankful for this year. No, we did. I, I wouldn't mind that. I'd, I'd yeah. be okay with that along the way. Hell no. Tw- Twenty people Our though. Family you'd, does you'd be there an hour and a half. No, my right? family. My family usually does it. Didn't do yeah. this year because of obviously my issues. But typically, it's like a 25, 30 person thing, and they they go around slowly and yep. say what we're thankful for. What who, are you guys who thankful goes, for? Who goes, thankful who goes the that Alan Robinson's deal is voidable after year two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that's Alan? true. I wonder, I wonder if you would have said that 
I would have said something like that. While I would have said I'm thankful for the five out of the last six games that the Lakers <laughs> yeah, have won. Feels... Thankful for that. Are you, uh, Tra- Travis, thankful that the Panthers didn't take the Rams up on that uh, Brian's Burns offer? Oh, my offer? gosh, that would have been a catastrophe. Yeah, I'm, I'm thankful that the Fernando documentary is in heavy rotation. Yeah. There's a lot of things that I'm thankful for. Had a yeah, great I, time. I always, uh, I always, whenever that happens, like you just described, that definitely does not happen at the Sliwa household. I don't know if that's like a Middle Eastern thing. I don't know what it is. We we so when Susan's dad was alive, uh, we used to do thing? a little bit of that. We yeah. used to do a little bit of that on her side. We got to see Susan's mom and her aunt and uncle. That was nice. We did that on Saturday, mm-hmm. which was uh, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Had a nice little lunch over there with that whole crew. It was great. I had a good weekend, Slee. If I if tomorrow or if today, because I told you I had Thanksgiving. I had that food on Thursday. I had that food on Friday. I had that food on Saturday. And then you bought it. But a small portion on Saturday, not really much. And then Sunday, it was right back at it as if Thanksgiving is- At Whole Foods. I would I would do it again. If you told me today, hey, um, I have some Thanksgiving leftovers. Let's eat. I'd get right back into it. Oh, no. It. If you rolled out a plate with cranberries and stuffing and turkey, I would be all over it Look, right we're now. talking about Took a day this. off yesterday. We, we talked about this on, on Wednesday when Beto was in. The cranberry thing just- not we for don't, you. We, we, I don't think we know what to do with it. You know, when people say super easy. You ready? I, yeah. I, I, and I don't like the canned one. It's not a can. Fresh, got to buy a bag of fresh cranberries. Okay. Put them in a pot. Yeah. This is this is his, okay. this is his world. Sprinkle them with a little because they're super tart. Like they're they're almost inedible without yeah. a little bit of sugar yeah. in there. So put a little sugar in there. Squeeze an orange. Get the orange juice in there. Let it bubble until they all pop. Done. Also, and uh, are we not? Are we? <laughs> we have to find something for him. That he can give advice yeah. on certain things. It's that He's easy. Give it's it. super easy. Taylor, does that not sound good to you? Sounds perfect. Yeah. 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 Fresh cranberries. Fresh cranberries. You, you know what else you can do if you want to kind of ele- a yeah. little Grand Marnier in there too? Just yeah, here's, kinda... here's the problem. There's dolma and there's curry and there's all this other stuff. I don't know <laughs> I where don't the know cranberry if that fits goes. Into your menu. I don't, I don't know, know where it goes. Yeah, it... They push it to the sideline. They would think, and I would too, it's for dessert. It's, it's like a jam almost, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and yeah. it's... It, I only eat it on Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's, and the rest of the year, I'm like, yeah, I don't need to have that ever again. They're, but on those two days, it's really, really good. They're good on leftover turkey sandwiches yes, to add correct. a little bit of sweetness. Also, another way to work cranberry in, if you don't want to have the cranberry sauce, is to do a cranberry mimosa. When you're watching football, when you're getting the um, whole like dinner like dinner ready together, cranberry mimosa, perfect. It's all new for me. It's all new. I discovered an old, and it's an old cocktail, but new to me, that is... You ever had a French seventy-five? You ever had that? I have. Oh my no, god, really good. They're terrific. It's I, I'd never had one before. I saw Sounds one go fancy. by. I'm like, what's that? And they said, oh, it's French seventy-five. What's in that? Gin, champagne, and lemon. I'm like, okay. yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> need right. one of those like right now. Perfectly on brand. And you can ask Funches next time you see him. He brought up a conversation with us on Wednesday, Penny. saying he said, "Hey, is it wrong to bring Hennessy?" to the party wherever he's going and I think what he was trying to get at is he goes hard to the hoop when there's Hennessy and it immediately made me think Funches you took Hennessy on your honeymoon you're sitting beachside and you have a full glass of Hennessy you could take if you do that there in Cancun you could do that anywhere there's no bad way to have a good time whether it's in Cancun or at Thanksgiving or any other point that he's on Hennessy, that's his deal. That's his jam. That's how he does it. All right. During this holiday season, ESPN LA and Subaru are partnering with the Folds of Honor Foundation for our inaugural Long Drive-A-Thon event. Proceeds raised will provide scholarships to families of America's fallen or disabled military and first responders. Event is taking place on Friday, December 9th at Black Gold Golf Club in Yorba Linda. Uh, if you'd like to participate and purchase a green fee, go to blackgoldgolf.com. That's blackgoldgolf.com. Love. It's what makes Subaru Subaru. All right. We got the dump coming up next, Lee. Plus, I'm going to need you to talk about the uh, your your yeah. your voyage Just on trying to get Thursday, to Friday, and the fact that you are still without a vehicle. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right. So we don't do this very often, but um, I want to get to the dump coming here in a minute, but Take me through what happened to you on the way to San oh, Diego man. the second time in two days. All right, I'll I'll do a quicker version here. So no, please, step by step. I enjoyed it a great deal. Uh, drove down Thanksgiving morning down to SD, celebrate Thanksgiving down there, down to El Cajon, and then left around four thirty p.m. So left like eight eight fifteen in the morning. Head down there, have Thanksgiving lunch at my uh, at did my Lady Sleeper with you? She came with me down there. Okay, and then. Drove back up around 4.30 
to go to Hacienda Heights. So where you're rolling there are. around six, fifteen, um, seven-ish. Okay, seven-ish. Okay, it's some traffic. Nothing double, crazy. Double Thanksgiving. Double Thanksgiving. You and you'd have thought. I hadn't eaten anything. I got up there. I'm like, no, let's, can, we can I just get give started. you a little radio dap up? I've done that double dip multiple. It's a long day. Good so job by it, you. It would have been fine if my mom actually did it earlier on purpose. She did it at noon because she knows other families are going to go somewhere else. But if you're going, good job by mom. Sleep. Fifteen minutes away from where the, the original one is. That's different. Not driving Two all the hours. way back up to L.A. Right. So I had to come back Friday morning back down to San Diego, back down to El Cajon. I had some stuff to take care of, blah, blah, blah. So I'm back on the road at 8.15, 8.30 in the morning, and I'm driving down. Enjoying my drive down, having a cup of coffee. I don't know why I drive like this. At the 10 and the 2. Sitting there driving, taking my time. Car to my right, one of those motorhomes, just a big vehicle. Um, it's, It's to my right, and then to its right, I don't know why I see, maybe because it's up Ford a little bit. It's just another regular small car. I'm all the way at the left lane. Only thing next to me is the double white, and you got the carpool. Okay. I ain't going anywhere. Right. Right here on my lane. Uh, I see both those cars kind of swerve for a quick second, and I have no idea what they're swerving for. have no idea what they're trying to avoid. But By I'm the like, way, if somebody's swerving in a camper, you know that it's something you want to miss. Something's going on. Yeah. yeah. So in my head, I'm like, what the hell are these guys doing? So I kind of swerve a little to my left, too, just because they're coming a little bit closer to my lane. Tire. Full tire. The whole thing. The wheel. Not just the tire. The whole wheel. The whole wheel. Yikes. Just on the five in Irvine. I don't know what its exit is. I don't know if it has ways. <laughs> I don't know what it's doing. But it's got a mind of its own. Comes and just hits the right side of the passenger side of the vehicle. Takes out, you know, obviously the light. The the front bumper, forget about it. Cords hanging everywhere. Hits the hits the right side and then just kind of bounces off and goes along where the carpool lane is. There was no other cars and the divider there. It just all happened so quick. I'm like, what the hell just happened? You asked me earlier, was your heart, you know, pounding? Yeah. I'm like, no. Because I didn't know what the hell just happened. It all you didn't happened. see it coming. It just was there. You hit it, and then it was over. I think the other cars just avoided it. Okay. And they just set up this perfect path to hit my car, right? Like they <laughs> created a little a run, a lane. They, create, they opened a hole, like a good offensive line. Exactly what it was. <laughs> it was a good back, just finding a hole. Hits my car, hits my car, and then goes off. And I just kept driving. I had to get down to SD, so I'm like, all right, I don't really. You didn't think in the moment I should probably pull over and see how much damage that car. I thought about it for forty about 45 minutes <laughs> but i didn't do it because i'm like all right the more the further i'm going here i'm not having to churn or anything nothing's really happening. no lights are on no warning lights nothing no. yet is happening so i get all the way down to that rest stop right before camp pendleton yeah, or yeah, before yeah. osha whatever it is and i pull over there and i get out the rest stop and as i'm <laughs> churning to park into one of the parking spots if i turn right i don't think i hear anything but i turn left and when i turn left you would have thought it was a recycling center, and you're just <laughs> listening to all the noises out there. I eventually use the restroom. I assess the damage, realize I have no idea what any of this damage so what's, means. The bumper smashed. The headlight is bumper smashed. Bumper done. Headlight done. The, is the hood okay? Um, hood, just because I took it to a body shop, they're going to say it's not, but I think it's okay. <laughs> but they're going to do what they do. Right. right, they're gonna say, "Yeah, well, that's you know, that's that's your damaged. suspension, okay?" Yes, okay, think so. <laughs> um, but by the but, way, credit to me for knowing two parts of the car. But <laughs> cords hang, you know, wires hanging from what the light from the light, okay, and you know, sensors and whatever yeah. else is back there. So then I decided, okay, sounds good. Looks like we assessed the situation. Why don't we drive for another 45 minutes to get to La Mesa, Just got California. back in the car and went for it. Got back. And if I, again, I'm going to go, let me emphasize this. As long as I'm going straight, I was good. <laughs> just slow down a little bit on a couple churns just to make sure that everything's fine. And before you know it, was uh, when did you filed take a claim it? with State Farm Insurance. <laughs> when did you get it to the body shop? I was there by 11 a.m. Okay. So there, there was no... There was no hiccups here. I'm on the phone, figure out the body shop, then figure out, um, call State Farm, file the whole claim. All that got done, and when I pulled in, I was on the phone with Enterprise, and they were coming to pick me up. It was as if it was like all coordinated <laughs> uh, two days earlier. So when do you get your car back? No idea. <laughs> no idea. None. 
Travis is elated. Okay, can I <laughs> elated? I just can I, I also I, say that, wouldn't I, that not be the first question that you ask? Like, yeah. hey, when do I get this car back? They said we can't look at it till Monday. Of course, holiday, sure, right? And there were other supply, cars in there. Supply chain. Okay, holidays. so leave that to the side. Would you have done this when I got the when I got the rental car? I drive for maybe ten minutes, and a light comes on malfunction this and it's you know it's putting up these lights that i have to go go look at the owner's manual right to go see what the heck is the deal i'm like i'm not going back there so i'm just dismissing whatever is on there and i just kept driving i'm like it's, 20, it's not my car it's a 2021 altima that i'm renting i i, okay? I respect the hey not my problem you guys figure it out but the problem is you could have got halfway home and the thing stops now you now you're stuck a second time in a few hours take another rental car <laughs> Enterprises problem. You're just gonna have like this 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 breadcrumb trail. Only it's gonna be vehicles how about, between how about Pasadena the way, and San Diego. How about the way they start with? Okay, hey, this is your coverage. It's X amount of dollars per day. That gets you that car. I'm like, what the hell is that? Yeah, it's a tin can. This yeah. big for five dollars more per day. Get you that car. I'm like, all right, it's a little bit bigger. Keep going for ten ten dollars more. Gets you that car. I'm like, all right, well, that I look at least a little bit more respectful in. I'll take the $10 damage a day. Yeah, okay. That's, they got me on that. Well, it depends. Oh, they, it's you keep up. it yeah, for a couple weeks. weeks. Yeah, it could. you're going to order a couple of hundred bucks on top of it. Be an enterprise in a week going with a small car. Give, <laughs> give me, me the, the small car. Give me the Ford Fiesta. <laughs> give me, smart car. Yeah, the smart car. Exactly right. Uh, got the lawnmower engine in the back and you're ready to go. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad that that story happened and no one got hurt. How was the second round story? It's great. It was good. I, right, it good. was great. I, I loved everything right, about good. it. Good. I like the fact that your rental is potentially going to blow up on you too. That makes it exciting. Every light you could think of was coming on. It's like Christmas lights. I'm Just like, eh, not my car. Yeah. Dismiss, dismiss, like, dismiss. You guys should figure that out. You should absolutely do that. It is Randy Newman's 78th birthday today. I believe he's an Academy Award winner, and of course he did this. No matter what else, this is the anthem for L.A. has been since it's come out like 84, 85, something like that. I remember it being part of the Showtime Lakers. This is uh, iconic. When Dodger comes Stadium on everywhere. At, when that comes on at crypto, you know Lakers got a W. <laughs> yeah. Well, every time you win a game, right? Yeah. And anywhere in here. Throw it on and it's a good way to do it. Tiger Woods is not going to play in this week's Hero World Challenge. He's got uh, a foot injury. He still intends to participate in the match in the PNC Championship. Is it weird that... I'm curious whether or not his son Charlie will still get to play because I really want to watch the kid play. He swings just like the old man. He seems to love it. So I'll be his plus one if he needs somebody to go play with because I want to see Charlie play. Will you uh, Will you watch? If Charlie plays, I'll watch. Yeah. The rest of it is kind of a hit and giggle thing. He's to he's close with Justin Thomas. I guess yeah. he could play with Justin Thomas who doesn't have any kids. There you go. Justin Thomas normally plays in that thing with his dad. Yeah. So it, you could do it that way, but my my guess is Charlie's out. Probably right. You, you know? need you need, but his sister or probably plays right. Just put the t two kids out there. Something I need some Charlie. I in think my you life. need a pro. I think in order to compete, you need a pro. Charlie's not a pro, but he's pretty darn yeah, good. Yeah, one day. Yeah, one day <laughs> will be. Not too bad to do it. Let's do a little super cross talk. Woo 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 woo! I was waiting to hear it from Mace. Mace is on Comrex today. Ireland is here in the house with us. How was your uh, Thanksgiving, fellas? Well, I was in San Antonio, so it was uh, not not all that it could be cracked up to be. That's for sure. <laughs> Do you enjoy saying uh, Riverwalk Thanksgiving or something like no, that? None of the above. Just uh, I did get out and play golf with Austin Reeves, who missed a hole in one by mm. one inch. No mm. kidding. Yeah, he's never had one, but he missed by missed it by one inch. Not kidding. Where'd you play? guys leave? Did you guys leave the leave San Antonio on Saturday after the game? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. We but we were there. We flew in on Thanksgiving Day. We were there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Do you celebrate Thanksgiving with the team? Like how, how does that we, go? We you had get some a, turkeys. Uh, we had like like the they did a dinner for all the broadcasting. Okay, mm. so that was fun and that was nice for the Lakers to do. So I I uh, I ate with Michael and Stu and Billy Mack and Trudell and all those guys. So that that was fun. But I don't know if I if I've uh, if I've mentioned this, but I probably have like twenty five times. Somebody at the league office hates the Lakers because <laughs> we we were kneecapped this year out of Thanksgiving, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, and New Year's Day. We we're on the road for all five. So, and that's never happened before. Any, any idea who? No, but I've always somebody. thought I've always thought that there's a Laker tax. I'll give you guys another example. They just announced the NBA Players of the Week. Okay. Okay. 
And the NBA Western Conference Player of the Week is DeAndre Ayton. On Wednesday of the week in which Ayton won the award, oh my Anthony Davis went 37, 21, five blocks, five steals against, against DeAndre Ayton. Ayton. Right. For the week, AD was 30 points, 18 rebounds, 67%. Ayton was like 24 points, 15, like less in every category. Yet they get, there's a Laker tax. That makes they, no sense. They want to give the Lakers nothing. I don't know if it's because we have an agent for a GM or yeah. it's because we're the Lakers or whatever, but that's Slee, it. Slee pushed back on me a little bit when I said that the Lakers were hot. Five out of six. I didn't say they're good, but five out of six is hot, right? Well, you know there's a difference between hot and good. Sure, of course yeah. there is. No, you use the right word. They're yeah, hot. they're hot. And it's easier to get hot when the other team is bad, and that's been the case. Well, and here's the funny thing. I'm not – listen, the Lakers starting the season out 2-10 and 10 yeah, and getting a chance – if they beat the Pacers and the Blazers, I want to talk ahead of myself. They'd be nine and eleven. You'd be twenty five percent through the season, and you're actually close to five hundred. That's unbelievable. So I don't want to take anything away from them, but it was just funny to hear you describe it that way. I was like, oh well, that threw me off a little bit. It is what it is. You mm-hmm. win five out of six. You're hot. Mace, are you there? Uh, yes, I am, I am here. Checking in. There you go. Checking in. Checking in. Sibilance. Check. <laughs> How was your yeah. holiday, Mace? Uh, you know, I, I'll be honest. It, it was uh, not the greatest of holidays. I uh, Well, you've been I, sick, right? I came down with a case of this, <clears throat> excuse me, RSV Ooh. Uh, that has been going around. So I What does RSV bed. stand for? The R is respiratory, right? Yeah. It's, What's the SV? Really sucks. I, <laughs> sucks very much. I'm guessing very the V much, is virus. Like that. Yeah, yes. What's the V is virus. S? Really sucks virus. I don't yeah, know. There it could be. Uh, yeah, respiratory something or other. So I've been, I was in bed for a lot of the time. I didn't get to go see mom and not stepdad Leo out Jeez. in the desert because I didn't want to bring sick home to them and all that kind of stuff. But, uh, but I, you know, I, I got to watch, uh, I, I got to watch a lot of, uh, a lot of games. I was excited by the SC game on sure. Saturday night. They looked fantastic. I wish I had been there because it looked like the Coliseum was rocking for the first time really this year. Um, it looked like it used to look. It, yeah. it looked like it looked when they were competing for national championships, yeah. when they were competing to get into the college football playoff. It, it, so, it has not looked like that for a really long time. I, w- I was thinking about something. In terms of executive moves in the history of Los Angeles, okay? Um, when USC named Carol Folt president and Mike Bone athletic director, for a good year and a half, Everyone hated those two. Yep. Even the SC people hated them. Mm. Oh, yeah. I, I heard from, I mean, all my. I live on a street that's like 90% SC alums. I you know, went, grew up in Newport Beach, which is the number one feeder city to <laughs> USC. Everybody I heard from, Carol Fult doesn't get it. Mike Bone is incompetent. Um, that, that's the word you heard more than anything else to describe those two, is incompetent. And in one move... They get, they pay Lincoln Riley a hundred million dollars. I have not heard the name Carol Fult or Mike Bone since that day. And that's by the way, it's the way it should be. Right. You shouldn't have to know the name of your university president or even the AD in order to go and root for your team. Uh, the the thing that they were handicapped by or or hamstrung, uh, hamstrung by is the fact that they had all this outstanding litigation and all kinds of stuff, so they didn't focus on the football program because they couldn't focus on the football program. That's why Clay Helton had to hang around for a couple of years, and ultimately when they did make that announcement, it was out of the blue. Yep. Mm. There were there were no rumors. I didn't see uh, any uh, college football reporters say, well, they're talking well, quite, to quite frankly, about- I'll take it a step further. I, I live – Two doors down from Bruce Feldman, who's the best college football reporter in the country. Bruce didn't hear about it until the morning they announced it. In other words, like he got tipped at like 10 in the morning, Mm -hmm. and they announced it at 1 o'clock. He's normally weeks ahead of that stuff. It it wasn't, quite honestly, it felt like the opportunities that SC had had to hire the guy— were maybe a thing of the past because you you when you see the candidates that they were always bringing up, it felt like you were either looking for an up and coming guy or a guy who was kind of middle of the road, another Pac-12 guy that they were able to go pick one of the best coaches in the country out of another prestigious program. It's not like Luke Fickle at Cincinnati where obviously he's going to take an upgrade at some point. Maybe it's Wisconsin, but yeah. he had one of those programs. Oklahoma is one of those programs, and they basically said whatever it takes. And the, you know we all know the the package that they put together for him 
But not only did they get the right guy, then the right guy went out and got the right guys. That You go out and get Williams, you get Addison, you rebuild that offensive line, you go through everything that they've done, they didn't miss a trick, and that's what SC is. You can get it back like that there like you can't anywhere else. It, yeah, would, I mean, have been gr- it would have been great had Lincoln Riley just taken Mario Williams from Oklahoma and brought him here, mm-hmm. which he did. But when he went and got Caleb, and then he went and got Di, and then he went and got Addison, Mario Williams almost fell into the afterthought pile. <laughs> you know, like, it was... I, I, I'm trying well, it's to... A, it's staggering. The, the turnaround in one year is just... I mean, a year ago, we were sitting here saying they were 4-8. and eight. Uh, and they were irrelevant, and nobody and talked about USC. And they were boring and dull and incon- all that stuff. Gave up 65 were. points to UCLA. Got yeah. embarrassing by UCLA. Mm-hmm. Um, and to sit here now, a year later, I mean, what what he has done is he's he's raised the program from the dead. I mean, but I think you're right, Brian the, or Travis. Uh, the ingredients were always there yep. for this thing to turn around. It's, it is USC. It is uh, you know all of the resources that USC has got. It is a name brand in college football, and that's why I think in the end, at the end of the day, it, it, as long as they win, and I don't know what the playoff system is going to say tomorrow night, but as oh, long as they, they win. win. Yeah. On on Friday, they're they're in the playoffs. All right, that, so, that's uh, I'm gonna throw this at your at you, Trav. It's not even. Just look a couple weeks ago. Even a couple weeks ago, the conversation was, I didn't think they were gonna win all three of these. I didn't, I didn't think UCLA, Notre Dame, and they still got obviously win on Friday. But even a couple weeks ago, the conversation was still not you're gonna get in the college football championship. It was. Hey, put some respect. You see what fi- happens. See what happens. Even if they're in the Rose Bowl, what a great accomplishment. They'll win away from getting in. Caleb Williams probably locked up the the Heisman Trophy award. That the fact that they're now one away from making all that happen his first year. So I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. I was Al and I were talking about this earlier. Short of an absolute disastrous Friday night, like a four or five interception game, and they get housed by Utah. Is there anything he can do to not win the Heisman Trophy at this point? It feels like he put, with the performance against UCLA in front of the entire country, with the performance against Notre Dame in front of the entire country. It feels like it is his trophy at this point, short of an absolute disaster on Friday. Completely agree with that. And, in fact, uh, I I think the second guy in the Heisman Trophy odds is C.J. Stroud, who had a terrible game against Mm -hmm. uh, Michigan. And and doesn't have any more games. No, So he can't shake it off. Yeah, and I I think, you know, that you – Heisman trophies are won late in the year. Heisman trophies are won in marquee games uh, that everybody is watching, like that SC Notre Dame game. Uh, that's when you actually hey that UCLA game was nationally televised, sure. and that was too right. And and this next one, although it's a Friday, it'll be nationally televised. But it's again against is. Oh, they're still ranked, right? Oregon's they, still ranked, right? Well, they play Utah. Oh, I'm sorry. Utah's still ranked. Yeah, you, and not only are they ranked, Mace, I think they're like 12th or 13th. They're, they're highly ranked. And yeah. the best news is he can avenge his one loss, in which he had a good game the first time. It was the defense's fault. You guys like it that they got Utah instead of Oregon? Because Oregon felt as crazy as their coaches going for it on fourth down every single time. He's got two five on his, Saturday. himself. But that was a team that's got got they got a really good quarterback that can make a bunch of plays that can score a bunch of points. This feels like potentially a better matchup for them. Uh, I you know I like it for the sake of uh, uh, closure. In other words, they did lose to Utah. Winning now would actually send a message that yeah we lost by a point on the road, on the road but yeah. we're really a lot better than that. Uh, so I, I think there's sort of a uh, cherry on top is beating uh, Utah in the in the championship game. So John or Mace, you're you have RSV and you had to be you're in bed. You're watching games on TV. That's that's a bad Thanksgiving holiday. But did you hear Emily's saga that she oh, had no. over what, the weekend? What now with this girl? Em- what Emily? Would you like to tell it or would you like me to do it? <laughs> well, I, I noticed Em, you're wearing a mask. Does that have something to do with this story? <laughs> yes. Yeah. So okay. I, I, I'm tested negative. So okay. don't worry about that. But I yeah I um was feeling poor last Sunday and that's the day I was supposed to fly out so I thought okay maybe I'm just tired I'd been up late the last two nights so I'm just gonna like push through it get to South Carolina so got to South Carolina worked um it was an overnight so I got there on Monday morning worked the show I was barely conscious while working the show and then afterwards I like went right to bed so then Tuesday I got a COVID test and I tested positive hey let me ask you a question yep (laughs) 
your first COVID test when you tested negative? Was that no, a home negative test? Negative now. Oh, yeah. did, okay. Were any of these home tests? Uh, no, they're all uh, from CBS. I think I think you guys know that I tested positive for COVID two weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I took a home test on a Tuesday and I was negative, but I still felt lousy. So Wednesday I went to the doctor and he goes, "Well, let me just test you. I know you got tested yesterday, but let me just test you because you're here." And that's when it was positive. I don't trust those home tests. Yeah, they feel the like home tests right. are, are hit and miss. There are a lot of false negatives and a lot of false positives. That's 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe by the do, way, so what's the point of taking the test, really? Right. Wait, she, she's not done yet, by the way. She's just okay. getting started. Oh, okay, just oh, get wow. warmed up. Right. right, so go ahead. I interrupted so, you. Um, then, so now you test positive on Tuesday. Yes, my, my the, the elderly have not arrived at the, at the house yet, which is good. But like okay. my, uh, my family that I stayed at, the uh, place I stayed at, has two master bedrooms. So I set up in the one master bedroom and... And my uh, aunt and uncle on the other one. And I have a little balcony where my family can sit on the ground and like socialize with me from the balcony. And oh, then no. I She's have... Rapunzel'd <laughs> up in the yeah. upper balcony. Exactly. And then I, um, you know, had an old TV in there. And this TV is like the oldest TV I've seen in years. It's Black like, and white? Not black and white, but it has a VHS player and a DVD player still. Love so it. it's attached to it. And so, Just so you understand, like a VHS to her is like black and white for you and me. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. True, true. Right. And so then I, um, you know, feel crappy um left south carolina on friday wore masks and stuff on the plane um and then i got back to here and my car was parked at amanda's because she lives right next to the airport and uh i try to get into my car and the car is locked but will not open i have a fob that's like a remote control will not open i try a bunch of things and so then i also try the you know hidden key in my fob there's no ridges in it, so it does not open my car. So then I Uber back home. Again, this is after a long trans. And you still have flight. COVID. I still have point. COVID yeah. at this point. And so then on Saturday morning, I wake up, go to uh, AutoZone, get a new battery for my fob. Doesn't really work. Um, and that then didn't solve the problem. Didn't Did solve not. the problem. Okay. Uber to my car. I have to call AAA. They unlock my car and they jump my car, and my battery is essentially dead. <laughs> so I'm gonna have to get my battery replaced. This battery is less than a year old, so I'm just uh, you know it was a it was a very rough week for Emily. So Mason, you, you didn't you had RSV, but you didn't have to fly across the country twice with it and then Correct. get back to LAX and have a dead and battery. Just your car is not working. <laughs> yeah, she, and and then you wrecked your car, Slee. Is that the other thing? I didn't wreck my car. There was a. Tire traveling is your car the... drivable? <laughs> Currently, it's at a body shop. Yeah. <laughs> then you wrecked your car. My car. Sounds yeah. like three of the four of us had less than optimal yeah. uh, Thanksgiving. And yeah. then John, John, you're the big winner. Spend, I had yeah, a John wonderful had time. Thanksgiving <laughs> in San Antonio. <laughs> yeah, yeah a tire traveling on the four on the five. Just well, at least Travis had a good. Yeah, I got to spend time with friends and family, and uh, had a nice meal, and, and he traveled keeps safely. Asking, and he keeps asking for these stories to be repeated. He's like, just wants to embrace. Well, Trev, if you want more. to, you can go with me on Thursday and do all the garden spots on this next trip. Where you Milwaukee, Ooh. Cleveland, Ooh. D.C., <laughs> all of them. Ooh. D.C. is not so bad, right? That's well, a- it's except that we leave for Toronto immediately after oh, the game and play get- there the next night. So you're in and out. Re- and yeah. have to go through customs like in the middle of all that. I, I think if you're going to pick a game that the Lakers might struggle, pick the Toronto <laughs> game. Because <laughs> okay. yeah, we're going to get in about 5 in the morning. But... Uh, but yeah, this is the cold weather December nightmare trip. And and by I heard you guys talking about the Lakers. I think this trip, this six game trip, will let us know if this previous six games is for real. Come back three and three. Yeah, I would take three and three right now. Yeah, two and four with the teams that you're playing too would feel from what it's weird. Where they started was a disaster. Yeah, got a little bit better, and now for the last six games, even the game they lost, they played reasonably well against yeah, they were the good in that team. Game. They were in the game. So, look, like you said, Al, you get to the quarter pole of the season and you're near 500, that's a huge success considering how they started. Because that does, I understand the beginning of the season, you said 500 through 20 games, yeah, whatever. But what were they, 2 and 8? 2 and 10. 2 and 10. 2 and 10, yeah. 2 and 10 to get to 500 at that point or, or close to it, that's a huge win. Yeah, but I think like Mason already de- has declared that they are not going to be in the postseason that they're out and i think most laker fans feel that way mm-hmm. after after the two and ten start i've said all along i thought they were going to be around 500 after 20 games because of the schedule even with the two and ten start yeah i i think that now though this six game trip is going to be hard you think that it's De- more December less likely is brutal. or the same that they make a deal considering that they've gotten a little bit of mo i think they'll do something 
I don't know what they'll do, but I think they'll do something. Rob almost always does something every year. So I don't know what it is, but I, you know, I'm I, more interested in it now than I was two weeks ago because then it just seemed like you're shuffling deck chairs at that point. But yeah, now now it's not like just uh, straight losing. Now now there's reasons. For, there are actually reasons for optimism. I mean, Westbrook's been great off the bench, and Anthony Davis is playing like a guy we haven't seen. In Apparently, a while. not the player of the week. And no, uh, not but, good but enough not, to be the player of the week. Yeah. Not enough to top DeAndre Ayton. Refresh my memory. Who's the guy that hit Russ in the head and split him open? Zach Collins. Zach Collins got very lucky that LeBron was there. That could have gone a different way. Well, or you you, you could say that a different way. Russ got very lucky that LeBron was there. Well, that too. Yeah. Because if Russ goes, eight goes, you know, right. you know what, on yep. Zach Collins' face, <laughs> then Patrick Beverly has company in the penalty box. Well, when you get that amount of blood too, you think, okay, this is about to get this is about to get real. LeBron has saved the day on multiple occasions. Happy Thanksgiving. Good to see you guys again. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow.